Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Everybody, this is Rudy Sarger from Quiet Riot, and you're listening to Tom and Zeus on the Shout It Out Loud cast. Oh boy, here we go. Boy. Stop pressing the button. Star? Simmons. Star? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. I'm gonna grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because the fuck you do? Hey, fucko. Do you like kiss? Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 265. 10,000 volts. Oh, God. I will seriously try to not sound like ace or do impressions this whole episode but it's going to be hard it's going to be very hard that's what she said yeah ten thousand volts i feel like you know before we started recording we were talking about this i feel like this album has been out for a year it's been out for one week yeah i've listened to it so many times i have so many acisms in me (laughs) i gotta get it all out I'm walking around at work singing stuff and like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, all right, we got to, we got to. Oh, thanks a lot. You're a great guy. Well, you're constantly cute. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Sorry. To sorry. So, sorry about that. Any, any of you guys got any ch- cherry medicine? This cough is really lasting. Um, Sir, what is cherry medicine? Well, I just want to get me some cherry medicine. Cherry medicine. Yeah. No, we'll get to it. Uh, first, a caveat, Tom. Yes. To our listeners, I'm in a rotten fucking mood today. Me too. Oh, this is going to be. And what's better than me and you together with a pissy mood? An <laughs> ace album. Oh, or just like recording day when we're both in bad moods. I, love I am just in a bad mood. I've got so much work to do. It's my last season for hockey. Um, wish us luck. Um, we, we, that'll finish up on Sunday for me, but I'm jammed at work. I have fucking stupid shit here to do. <laughs> I have no time to sleep, 
I am sick and I've got a fucking review. They're up in the sky. Girl, I know what I saw. Because we're blinded by science. By fear. The first motherfucker that bitches about anything is going to hear it. I swear. Oh, and reading some of this feedback, too. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to go off at some point here. It's fucking fucking people sitting on rented furniture out there. Oh, you! What I'd like now is for all you kiss cards out there to keep the noise down while I read this feedback from you. Here it comes, uh, Tom. We did a poll last week on the 50th anniversary yep. of the debut album. That was our what our episode was about last week. Mm-hmm. And as usual, we always go through feedback first. So, how did that go? Yep, so we discussed the 50th anniversary of the debut album and, of course, pick a couple songs from the album to vote on. What's your favorite? And we went with Deuce, Black Diamond, Firehouse, and Strutter. No surprise, Black Diamond runs away. Well, maybe not runs away, but just beat out Deuce. Uh, 36%, Deuce at 32 Strutter at 24 and no love for Firehouse. Only 7%. God damn, people. Firehouse is better than that. Um, but a lot of people had a lot of opinions on the debut album. Obviously, it's beloved. Uh, our buddy Eladio, a very special album for me. Deuce, Colgin, Strutter, Black Diamond, Firehouse. I recognize and celebrate the February 8th date. Kiss has been my band since I was seven in 1978. However, my first favorite of anything was also released on February 8th, 1974. My wife. Oh, Eladio, that's so sweet. Good for you. Good for you. That's nice. Gerald Rosenberg said the 50th anniversary of the Kiss album, America Celebrates, and then it's a gif of Buckwheat getting shot. (laughs) Oh, he feels like he's walking on the moon. Oh, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Uh, And that's a little bit of Twitter. So let's let's move through feedback here, Zeus. Uh, You you can continue with uh, with what you got on the book of face here as we move along. All right. All right. Uh, Ronnie Bacharski. Uh-oh. Here it comes. I was born during the year of the elder. So when the Kiss debut came out, I wasn't yet a tickle in my pappy's sack. I became a Kiss fan completely by accident in my teens because of Unplugged. I was changing the dial past MTV to get to the squiggly line channel so I could whack my bag. And something caught my ear. It was the version of nothing to lose. It was immediately infectious. I fell in love with the band for the music before I ever cared about the image or knew anything about it. I came in the right time in the right place because shortly thereafter, the reunion happened and I was hooked on all of it. I immediately went back and got all the original catalog, including the debut. The songs in that record are timeless and undeniable. It catches a lot of shit for bad production, but in my opinion, it's got a certain charm to it. And it's nothing nearly as bad as production on Hotter Than Hell, which is like someone sticking a big giant dildo in the mud and leaving it on vibrate. Okay. It stands to the test of time and set the benchmark for everything we know and love moving forward. Yep. Brian Peterkin. 
Another fantastic episode. I always enjoy hearing your discussions of our favorite band. I agree that their debut gets overlooked because of a live. Admittedly, I'm one of those people who prefer live versions of each of those songs. But regardless of how the album sounds compared to the others in the catalog, the majority of the songs are amazing. Shane Loudon. Been a busy week for me, but finally made it to the Kiss 50th uh, debut anniversary episode. Great as always. But the best comment of the show, the Carmine Ragusa jacket, the big ragu. I nearly choked on my gabagool with that old Laverne and Shirley reference. Thanks for giving me a great laugh. Oh, that who fucking had the jacket. Fucking, who had that? Fu- oh, it was the, the merch, right? They were selling the big Yeah, the ragu- 50th anniversary. Yeah, in order to get the picture disc, you had to buy the fucking disco jacket. Ryan Michael Scott, Ramaswamy, Nimrata Haley. Kulik, fucking Lane, Simmons, Tweed, Rodham, Clinton, fucking <laughs> Comey Barrett. Um, great discussion, guys. I agree with the debut being overshadowed by live. I'd rather listen to that than the debut anytime. Another band still leans on his debut is Pearl Jam. Kiss and PJ are my two favorite bands, but I don't need to hear Black Alive, Even Flow, Release, or Jeremy again, especially with their catalog. What are the both uh, of your top three debut albums? Uh, I, I understand where you're coming from, Ryan, Michael, fucking million Scott names. Uh, but Pearl Jam doesn't do that. They don't play all those songs at all their concerts. And to me, I still want to hear those songs played live. Sorry. Yeah, me too. I agree. Um, and as far as top three debuts, I immediately will go to Zeppelin, Kiss, Bon Jovi's for me, uh, Appetite for Destruction. Uh, Tom, what about you? Probably the same thing, except for Bon Jovi. I would say Appetite for Destruction, Zeppelin, Kiss, Van Halen, uh, Heat Rock and CL Smooth, Eric B <laughs> and Rock Him, like <laughs> Alan Jackson's Here in the Real World. I don't know. I think maybe we just inadvertently created a new Dome Damage episode, favorite debut albums. Yeah, a lot yep. of those are country ones for me, but yeah, I, yep. I'll, I'll skip over that. Don't oh, run DMC's debut album. That's right. You heard it. Yep. Rock box, baby. Mm, interesting. Yep. What about out of fucking control? You fucking dildos. Yeah. There's nothing better than Peter. <laughs> Adam Nirenberg, TNZ, great celebration of the first record. Tom, like you, I was first exposed to these songs from Double Platinum. At 11 years old. By the way, there's a great fucking thing that hit YouTube. And somebody put it on our page. Incredible. About the differences about double platinum. Oh, my God. Versus the actual songs that are on there from the album version. So it's really cool. It's on YouTube. It's about like 20 minutes. It's worth it. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazingly edited and put together. Really very cool. However, I think if there was anyone but these four, except possibly Bob Kulik, I don't think it would have been the same. That was my comment that I made. History needs to play out exactly as it did. Alternate timeline, Kiss may not have played out the same. Interesting to know that Kenny Kerner and Richie Wise flew to England December 74 to produce Badfinger's record Head First, which was shelved for many years. It doesn't seem like they have real magic touch. And yet for the debut, the songs endure because they have mm-hmm. the songs. Indeed. Over on Loudcaster's page, Josh Brown. Oh, I, I apparently I thought that was him. I only wish I was Chef Salami Tits guy. 
<laughs> yes, it's true. Joey, Jack, and myself have a Facebook message that we discuss just about everything shouted out loud, uh, loudcast, and the teasers. It's great finding people that you can relate to or talk with. Aren't two of you guys at least fucking Patreon members? We tell you what the fucking thing is. Why are you guys guessing what the fucking teasers are? <laughs> what the fuck? Am I wrong, Tom? No, you're right. You're right. Because as soon, the way it works is when, 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 my, when I post the coming soon on social media, the very next thing I do is go on Patreon and tell everybody what the coming soon p- picture means. Yeah, uh, like this is what we're going to be talking about. At least I think uh, certain tiers get it. And I know Joey's in the, uh, that tier. So everybody, Joey's probably acting yeah. stupid. Everybody, with the exception of the Catman tier, gets a sneak peek on the coming soon. Huh. So Demons, Demon, Starchild, Spaceman all get the coming soon sneak peek on Thursdays. Well, well, interesting stuff. Yep. Uh, end of the day, with all the hate you interviewed Ace, they didn't. Boo hoo. I personally loved it. Like I said in a previous comment, $1,500 banner. How many kiss stars bought it, but won't admit it out of embarrassment? I love the alive versus studio conversation. I prefer live music to get that energy of the band, but there's no denying that the Amu album is fantastic. You know, one thing we didn't bring up, which was just kind of veer off a little bit. Remember how you said, like, nobody ever says the debut album is their favorite album? It's always like rock and roll over or alive and destroyer. But a lot of people say that like Black Diamond's their favorite song or Deuce, yep. which yep. is kind of which I think is interesting. But everybody like when you know where those songs are in every Kiss concert. Oh yeah, and so yeah, they're the opener and the closer. Think, you think usually live. Yep, that's what comes with those songs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Steele. Okay, great discussion on this episode. I respectfully disagree with Zeus that they would still be as big without Ace and Peter. You forgot a big part was designing of the characters. Kiss Oho Peel was built on the superhero mystery. As kids, we would stare at these albums while we listened, envisioning the characters we loved. Ace really rounded out their sound. And yes, Gene and Paul, the greater part of Kiss, but to say they would be as big as a leap for me. Great episode. Yeah, I mean, they could be Thank worse, you. but they could have been better. Or the characters they could have came up with for the other two people could have been better. Who knows? It, yep. it, it's just, to me, I'm just trying to um, give Paul and Gene credit. Totally. Because- through all the years and all the versions and all the songs, it's always Paul and Gene in there. So that's all I'm trying to say. Oh, the always troublesome Denise Sorelli. Oh, God, this broad. <laughs> well, sorry. Oh. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> awesome episode, guys. Don't waste your time with the virgins who are jealous of your success that you got ace on your show. They wish Ace would go on their favorite nice guy kiss shows and watch the guy talk about his kiss crap all the hundred times. <laughs> you guys are the best for a reason. Well, thank you, Denise. Wow, we're, thanks, we're, Denise. Not, we're not on your shit list. Virgins. Yeah, Jesus. The great Tally Faulkner. Yes, Tally. Zeus enlightened me this week. Oh, I did what? That's a problem did, right there, Tally. I would, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't admit to that. What did I do to her? <laughs> there was I throwing things at you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and let me tell you, I'm usually one of those people that think about the big issues of the world, such as what makes a Kiss album better than others. 
However, I never thought about what makes the debut so underrated, like Zeus said. Uh, side note, I'm not a fan of the cover. And Zeus, one more thing. Gravitas, I thought you guys are not supposed to use big words. It's a great point. We have to get back to dumbing it down. Don't worry, we will with this album review. We made a lot of big decisions. <laughs> Over on Instagram, Junior Vintage says, when Harold Snaps trims his mustache, oh, he's known to have love theme from Kiss playing in the background. Oh, I can't get that image out of my head now. Radio Chaos. Great work with Ace, guys. Over the 10 years or so, I've been aghast at how pathetic Ace has been on and off stage. <laughs> but listening to your interview made him reevaluate my opinion of him. He's obviously very old, even for his current age. The guy will never be the ace I want him to be again. And that shows my ignorance in such matters. Ace should be celebrated and cherished the way he is now. For me to want it to be the same as he was in 1980 is selfish on my part. An ace like an older person doesn't deserve that burden. Thank you for helping me grow up a bit, guys. Well done. Dude, we're not making anybody grow up. I was just going to say, the last thing we plan on doing is to help anybody grow up. We haven't grown up ourselves, so... God Dude, bless if last, that happened. I think the last thing I posted was the guy that farts and stares at people on our page. Yeah. We're missing the Kiss Cruise this year really bad. Oh, that fucking guy is awesome. By the way, so did you see the post I just put up of the Beverly Hills 90210? They're yep. Kelly and Brenda and the two moms are talking and they yep. run into that hot lady who's like, oh, hi. Yep. And the Kelly goes, she used to sell my mom Coke or my co- my mom's Coke dealer. Nice. That's Evan Stanley's mom, the former Mrs. Paul Stanley. Yep. Ooh, she looks good. Oh, she's so. Oh, such a milf. Smoking oh hot. Oh, I, I would buy. I would. I would buy Coke from her. But definitely. what is what is the deal with all these kiss connections? Being drug dealers on. Yeah, you got Zach. Zach's the meth dealer or whatever the hell he was doing. He's getting <laughs> David friggin' hooked on crack or whatever. And Paul's wife is fucking getting uh, Kelly's mom all coked up. Nice. Love it. Nothing's all better right. than a coked out milf. Oh. <laughs> Like the 80s porn when they put coke on the cock and the fucking porn star goes nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can put sugar on cocks and fucking Lisa Sparks will eat it all. What was that you said about helping somebody grow up, Zeus? It's not working. No. No. On YouTube. YouTube. Uh, Marty White says, I got tricked into watching a show about Ace's new record on a channel called Podcast Vivo. I have no idea. It was an episode of Three Sides. I was shocked that nobody sexually harassed Lisa. Tommy didn't watermark her for his enjoyment. And <laughs> Brown and Caserta were on. So it was interesting. I, don't, I mean, I know Joey Caserta. Uh, I like the sound of the debut because it's natural. I don't know how... The same two goofs ruined hotter than hell. That's that's actually an interesting point. The exact same guys produced both. Yeah. Well, I never said I liked the production on the first one, but that's all right. KS7507. What's up, Tom and Zeus? Another great show. You must be exhausted for being so awesome every week. Is that why we're all tired, Tom? It is. Being this awesome, is it does weigh on me. It's, it's very difficult. Oh. 
I'm not mad about not having a box set for this occasion. However, a 50th anniversary debut album edition requires more. There's no shortage of material from this period. It is well documented. Every song was performed live off the debut album, not including here, simply criminal. Gene and Paul really need to evaluate what they're doing. Also, where's Doc on this? He bears some of the blame for this and the debacle of the end of the road final shows at the Garden. Stay awesome. I got to go. I have to get back to rocking out of my Eric Carr tribute kit. Wow. Howard Toms for the win. That's awesome. Mm. Oh, very cool. Nice. That is awesome. Finest 23, which must be the Greek Thunder from Down Under. One of the greatest debut albums ever. Tar Gods Unite. Thanks for reading my comment last week, guys. I understand what you're saying. You can't have Ace on and then say, you know, you suck live. What's <laughs> up with that? Or why are we seeing your girlfriend all the time? But I do think a good question that was possible and has been brought up on the show is why Ace has so many Kiss songs in the set list. Yep, he's right. With the new uh, album coming out, I think it would have been totally fair to ask him if he's going to incorporate more solo material and would the fans that fans want to hear. Once again, I appreciate you guys taking the feedback and not being footy pajama soft podcast. That is awesome. Uh, we take criticism like that all fucking day. Yeah, I want to comment on that because yeah, I do, right. I do, I, I, I want to comment on that. I want to admit. And this is in revisionist history. That exact question was on my list of questions to, about why is the set list filled with kiss stuff and not enough solo stuff. And as usual with interviews, we just ran out of time. We just didn't get to it. So, but great point. Yeah. I believe Steve had to go because his sister was cooking dinner for them. Something was going on. And Ace yeah. had a go. Ace had a go. Cause I think he forgot where he was for an hour. No, he, he had the uh, concert to go to. He was going to go see John five then. There were John five. What happened in the first four? Yeah, he was uh, wearing the same clothes as he was in the interview when he. Uh, that's right. When I saw those photos, but that's a great question. We love feedback like that, and it's yeah. constructive criticism. We'll yep. take it. Yep, it, it's a good part. Uh, good question. I like it like that too. Another awesome episode. Love all the feedback from the Ace interview. Best interview of Ace during the ten thousand volts media blitz. Oh wow! Mm. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, Tom, here's a great one for you. Uh Uh-oh. I'm not even going to say his name because then he'll be blowing himself all day. Uh Uh-oh. You guys have been kicking Ace in the nuts for two years. Oh, there we go. You managed to get him on the show. If Ace or Steve knew the hatred you two have been vomiting about Ace, the spaceman would never have been interviewed. Even Tommy Thayer, you guys would be lucky to net. Don't talk about the spaceman like that. I, I'm I'm particularly fond of his choice of words. How we managed to get Ace on, yeah. like 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 it was like. And first of all, hatred. Do you have any idea what you're saying? Do you even listen to the show and understand context and nuance and humor? We fucking love Ace, but he. Sorry, no offense. He's very easy to have fun with. That's it. So we have complaints about Gene and. And some of the marketing stuff that happens. We bitch about Paul and his personality sometimes. We bitch about fucking some of Peter's fucking albums afterwards. Uh, we bitch about Ace and his poor habits. But we love the band. Of course. I'm sorry you Jesus. can't tell the fucking difference there, Bozo guy. 
I mean, unbelievable unbelievable how we're just supposed to open wide with two hands and swallow everything these band members are supposed to give us all the time yeah and, uh, and the, the the sad thing is this is what uh i think somebody had earlier written that i think it was the great denise had said yeah these little fucking virgins that are just jealous that we got yeah. pace on no like, no what? we no, we we managed to get them on oh okay oh, oh well, we paid them like because we have to pay guests to come oh on. yeah oh absolutely yeah yeah, cover charge. Any podcast yeah. that's fucking paying people to come on the show shouldn't be on the fucking air. Let me tell Correct. you. Uh, yeah. So uh, whoever you are, you can listen. You've been listening to us for two years now, it seems like, because you said you've been we've been doing this for two years. So you've been listening for two years, maybe longer. Uh, thanks for listening. And go eat a big bag of hairy dicks. So go fuck yourself. Anyway. Yeah, and, I, and I like how his response to us getting Ace Freely on is is that. Yeah. Is not like a oh, cool interview, fun to hear Ace. It, it was that. They wouldn't have been on. I'm going to tell on you. I'm going to call him and tell on you. Go tell on us. I don't give a fuck. No one knows who yeah. you are. <laughs> but more importantly, it's just the silliness of all of it. And then we have another idiot here that, you know, listens to the show and Wait, has hold to me. We have another idiot here. What are you, Ted <laughs> Sarandis? <laughs> and we got another idiot here. Well, let's let's have some fun retractable roof talk. Um, <laughs> consider yourselves lucky that you were able to get Ace on your show. Oh, I love this I after love this. all the cheap shots and negative comments you've made about the guy. I love this. I guess he doesn't have time to listen to your show, or if he did, he would never have agreed. So, congrats on getting your first and only Kiss member on, as opposed to you and your fucking. Two fucking friends in your circle jerk. Let, let, group let me just fucking, oh, let, let, let me to let, each other. Let me just yes. say let, let me just say this to Captain Kistard over here. Ace doesn't give two fucks what we've said in the past, whether he hurt us or not. What he cares about is getting on the number one kiss podcast to talk about his album and promote it. He doesn't give two shit. You think every person that Ace has done an interview with has said glowing things about him for his entire career? No. You don't know that. You're another little bitch baby, and I hope you enjoy the interview. And if you didn't, you can go fuck yourself with your other friend who is surprised that we managed to get him on. Yeah, he also added, you owe Ace a huge thing, but maybe you paid him a G. We did. And and conveniently left that out of the detail. No, no, no. He he exposed us. You're right. We The checks in the mail, you can ask uh, for Steve Brown. We'll give you a copy of it. How empty is your life that you hate listen to us? I love it. And then you have to fucking conjure up ways to calm yourself. Well, they must have fucking paid him money to come on, right? Yeah, we had right? to have. Yeah, We're yeah, not yeah. that good. And if they ever found out, they wouldn't come back on. We had Ace on, you didn't. Yeah. We had Ace on, you didn't. He's like, this guy sounds That's like. the maturity level I'm guy, sinking to. This guy sounds like George McFly. Hey, you, Biff. Get your damn hands off, Ace. <laughs> fucking idiot. I just uh, this. I love. We, I like how I like how we managed to get him on. This guy says we had to have paid him to get him on, <laughs> and they wouldn't have come on if they known. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! They they do an impression of you and make fun of you eating cashews and Tom's shed. <laughs> Your live performances leave a lot out there. Just yeah. shut the fuck up. Seriously, I'm in a fucking rotten mood, and, and I have to look at these comments by fucking morons. And again, 
98% of the people that are fucking comments telling us how unique that interview was. Yeah. Was fucking awesome. It was great to hear. Yeah. And we want to kick the two fucking morons in the balls that weren't happy with it. Never about the really the interview, but just like, why did he go on your show? You didn't have to be so mean about it to him. We should also admit that not only are we paying Ace to come on the show, we're also paying people to post positive comments about the show. <laughs> so yeah. just a little sneak peek there. What's going on here? Both of you guys, seriously, <laughs> go fuck yourselves. Maybe you guys can connect online. Yeah. And, and set up a fucking virtual blow each other fucking thing you do. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. It's a kiss dating app. That's the next. That's the next thing they need to. It's invent. a fucking kiss tart app for you to. Instead of bozo. instead of fucking e harmony called fucking ace harmony. Oh god, swipe right for this guy. <laughs> like we talked about, you do a fucking ace dating game. Bachelorette number three. If I was gonna add a new song to the set list, would it be a? The acorn is spinning. B, Genghis Khan, or C, constantly cute. <laughs> See, this Stop. is why I can't believe you came on your show. You're making fun of him already. Every single fucking rock guy, musician guy, author, anybody that we always have on the show, anytime Ace's name gets brought up, the first thing they do is an impression. Everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Anyway, Tom, over to you. All right, let's wrap up feedback with a fantastic email here. This comes from Pin Van Duen from Holland. God, forgive me for messing that up, Pim. I'm sorry. My name is Pim. I have been a Spaceman membership with Patreon. Been a loyal listener for years, but this is my first time responding. And I'm responding to your comment about the start of KISS. Paul and Gene were the two people that Kiss was all about. Without one of them, no Kiss. It all started when the two of them had the nerve to leave Wicked Lester, even though they had a record deal. Paul and Gene founded Kiss. They are and remain the driving force and put all their energy into Kiss. No matter how much everyone liked the original lineup, it mainly has to do with their drive, something Ace and Peter never really had. They didn't give everything for Kiss, not that extra step. Look at the promotion of the solo albums in 1978. Gene and Paul with costumes and makeup doing interviews and promotional activities. Ace only did one with makeup, not in a costume. He had a leather jacket on. Peter did nothing at all for promotion. Same thing around that time. Paul and Gene were promoting that Kiss Honda motorcycle, which actually never came out, without Ace and Peter or Paul and Gene's photo sessions for the German Bravo magazine in 1980. Also no Ace and Peter. The difference is in the input that they gave Kiss, the constant focus with heart and soul, giving everything with dedication, and they also wrote better songs. That's why Paul and Gene are Kiss. Greetings from the Netherlands, Pim. Well, Pim, first of all, you're awesome for writing to us and being a Spaceman Patreon. That's awesome. Second of all, I love that your email is in response and kind of Adding to the discussion of the episode from last week, fantastic insight into what everybody knows is that Kiss is Paul and Gene and Zeus was hammering that last week as well. So, Pim, thank you for that, my friend. And you are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. 
gonna be watching you. <laughs> Woohoo! Tom, with that being said, we're gonna move over to Patreon. And uh once again, my friend, we have a new Patreon member. All right. And that is the great Mark Bomer. Awesome. Uh, Mark joins us as a spaceman. Mark, much appreciated. Thank you so much for joining and helping out the show. It's uh, a big help to the show. And you joining as a spaceman, jump just in time. We've got the album review crew uh, pick coming out. We also now, as you guys may have heard, the album review crew is now going to have a guest third man in, which means Patreon will get a pick earlier. So three times used to be the the amount. Now it's up to four times a year Patreon Mm -hmm. will be picking. Mm -hmm. And Mark will be part of that. And so can you if you want to join uh, Patreon where you can be part of, like I said, ARC. You can be part of the March Madness will be coming up. You can get perks. You can get merch. You can get um, feedback. You can get polls. You can get input. Behind the scenes sneak peeks, tons of stuff. Uh, so, and and that's what Patreon's there for to help and support the show. And uh, with all your support, we've uh, been able to continuously grow the show and continuously um, give you, I think, the the uh, product and the content that you seek. And so, Mark, thank you so much. And if you're interested in joining Patreon and helping out the show, because it's the best way to help out the show and for us to continue doing what we're doing, you can go to our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com, and right on the landing page, you'll see Patreon. Click the link and then read all about it. Find one of the tiers that fits your needs. Um, you, uh, From what I understand now, people can join for free. I yep. don't know what perks they get when they join for free. I don't either. But yeah, but mm-hmm. it's, I don't think it's anything that the paid members get. No. Um, so if you want, come and support uh, Patreon for us. We're over 115 members at this point. So it's amazing. And uh, again, like I said, you can get a lot of perks like the ARC pick. And and just for future reference for those out there, uh, if you want to make a, a pick for a- ARC for the Patreon pick, uh, you got to be a paid member. So we appreciate the feedback and the suggestions, but only paid members uh, are able to get that uh, perk. Part of the reason why we thank the members of Patreon. So thank you, Mark. And thank you, Patreon members. Yeah, Mark, thank you so much for joining the Patreon family. Appreciate that very much. And to everybody out there who has been a Patreon member, uh, if you're new, if you've been there since day one, we love it. Thank you so much. We give Tons of things back. We do video chats, sneak peeks with the coming soon. You get to have input on what we post on our social media for our flashback Friday pictures every Friday. And of course the ARC selections, which now are going to be a little bit more frequently with the rotation. So lots to check out. So please click on patreon.com and search for us or use the link on our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. And thank you guys as always. Tom, what we do next is we go over to kiss world. Not much happening. I mean, that's what we're going to be probably saying from here on out. Yeah, we got something from our buddy Gene on Thursday, March 7th. So next week at the time of this recording, depending on when you listen, uh, all it says is Gene Simmons Facebook live event. 
doesn't give any input or ideas as to what it's going to be, uh, but that's kind of cool. And then they also announced Gene Simmons band touring dates, but they're all in uh, Europe. Well, he starts off in Brazil, then he goes to Finland, Sweden, Germany, Holland, Belgium, and that takes him through the summer. Hopefully there's more added. Of course, uh, everybody wants to see stuff here in the U.S., um, but I tell you right now, I think it's fucking amazing that Gene is out there, whether it's touring, whether it's doing Facebook Live, whatever, and I'm not surprised. I knew that he would not go away, thank God, and that's why I love Gene. Uh, everybody else, very quiet, of course, um, and uh, the band's been been pretty hush-hush, but God love Gene for being out there. Yeah, I, I think it's fantastic. Obviously, Ace stuff, we're, we're going to be talking about the album and what he's been doing. Um, but other than that, really, it's kind of been quiet out there. Nothing really much going on at all. Yep. So. Yep. All right. Anyway, Tom, what we're going to do now is take a quick little break before we get into the album. And uh, just to prep, I gotta, I've got to do an Ace impression that uh, probably will not... Uh, Continue for the rest of the album, but might as well get it out of the way now, right? Do it. Hey, Tom, the reason I came up with Blinded is my old girlfriend, Rachel, used to blindfold me and then steal all my cassettes that I had in a box. And I heard she's been hawking them online for about $15,000. I could use that money to pay my taxes so I get my passport back and I can hit the Mork Cruise. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. 
folks. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great, too. Plus, I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, we're back. Uh, Ace is very, very excited to learn that not only is 10,000 volts available on cassette, or is it Ace? Eh, I don't know. If it is, Rachel probably stole it anyways. Let's just stick with the 27 variants on vinyl for now. (laughs) 50 by the time this is done. All right, Tom, we're going to talk about 10,000 volts. It seems like this has been out there for a long time. At least it's been talked about for a long time. I've Uh, never seen promotion for an album like this probably in my life. And I mean that like sincerely. His marketing team, social media, uh, he picked the perfect time to release this right after Kiss retires. Uh, Kiss fans and Ace fans are dying for product. And he comes out with 10,000 volts. Yep. Amazing. It, the, the, the Kiss fans are hungry for something. And we all know we call it the Ace cult for a reason. Ace does anything. People love it or they hate it, but at least they're interested in it because Ace attracts fans. I, I can't remember. I mean, every other second he's doing an interview, which ends yep. up in Louder or Loudwire or Blabbermouth. Or he's on another place interviewing on a podcast. He's all over the place. Yep. Promoting this. He's got the, he had three videos out before the fucking record came out. Amazing. That, yeah. Uh, when has he done that kind of work before? Well, yeah, whatever they've Incredible. done, it's, it, it's helped him tremendously as far as marketing goes uh, hopefully he, he's recouped the cost of all that marketing because i don't remember ever doing that before but uh the album uh just kind of came out so there's no when do you remember listening to this or get into this right uh it dropped last friday on the 23rd it's produced by ace ace Fraley. And, yeah make sure uh, you say it right make sure you pronounce it right uh, and uh, Steve Brown, formerly of Trickster, and 
it it went to like number one for a little bit on iTunes. It was at number one for like Amazon for a little bit on rock and metal. So it sold a lot as far as comparative speaking. It wasn't the debut of the Black Album, but for this time period, he it managed to be up to number one. I don't Dude, know if that's went- that, that that's also like the Patriots being up three nothing against the Bears in the Super Bowl. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I'm trying to give him some credit. I know, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I feel like everybody and their mother has already listened to this album and reviewed it and posted their thoughts on Loudcasters. I, I just I, I'm amazed at what a great job the marketing has been for Ace and Company. Yeah, I agree. It's it's absolutely incredible. He's been everywhere. You cannot avoid this for better or for worse, whether you're a Kiss fan, Ace fan or not. If you are on social media and you're following any kind of rock or music or metal or whatever, you cannot avoid this album at all. And one of the little, I don't know, people called it a slip up or whatever. It, and I feel like it came from our show is when Ace was talking about him and Steve. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, Steve would show me something. I'd be like, oh, just leave that or I'll add something. And all of a sudden, people picked up on that. Yep. And and some pearl clutchers like, oh, oh my God, Ace doesn't play on every part. Ace, that may not be Ace on the solo. Oh, my God, that might not be yeah. Ace. Like, well, go back and listen to need- Kiss records. Yeah, exactly. People need to fucking get a life. Seriously. Who gives a fuck? He is putting it out there. And he is putting it with his name on there. It's a fucking ace record. Of course it is. If if he didn't play lead or or rhythm on certain parts, he didn't do that on Freely's Comet either all the time. He didn't do that on freaking Kiss records all the time. Yeah, just fucking babies about stupid shit. It's it's people who are incapable of enjoying anything under any circumstance. They make Kiss serious. They yep. can't they, they can't have fun with it. Yep. You heard Ace. Ace is like, what the fuck? We dress like fucking clowns. We're playing rock and roll. Why right. are you so serious? Yep. It's true. Oh. You see some of you, you know, we, we see it on Loudcasters, our Facebook group. Do you I I we say this every week? The amount of shit that we get reported because Zeus and I are the admins and oh. the stuff that's being reported. I'm like, hey, are you have you ever fucking laughed in your life that you're reporting this comment? Oh, just the tedious shit. Unbelievable. Of all the like shit going on these days, you know, the back and forth between him and Paul a few months back. Yep. Kiss ending the their concert with Avatar controversy, all that shit. Ace and whether Steve was playing a, a certain part of a song, that's what the fucking's bothering you people. It's Grow unbelievable. Up. Grow up. Seriously. Yep. It's unbelievable. So let's talk about the album cover. It's got three spaceships shooting like l- l- like shooting like lightning. Ace yep. is playing his Gibson. He's got the Ace strap and I think Space Invaders T-shirt on. Yep, wearing the sunglasses. It says ten thousand volts on the cover. Ten thousand volts. Um, it's okay. It's cartoonish. It's it's kind of par for the course. What Ace has been doing lately. I disagree. I think this album is fucking out. 
outstandingly awesome. I, I, I seriously, I think this is fucking incredible. This bl- go back and look at the cover for Spaceman. He's sitting there in like a fucking Casey in the Sunshine Band outfit, leaning on his <laughs> like it's 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 terrible. Space Invader is stupid. Anomaly is kind of creative. I think this is incredible. This checks off every box for ace it's got the spaceships okay it's got the lightning bolts it's got the amps the gibson the strap it's got the smoke coming out of the guitar i i fucking love this cover i love the colors the artwork the design i think it's i really really it's reminiscent of like a like a kiss album cover i think it's fantastic yeah it's i don't know it just the cartoonish kind of but that's my point it reminds it reminds me of a classic kiss album it's cartoony I love it. Yeah, but see, you know what? The cartoony stuff works. His kiss was in makeup. Him, yeah, like, I, him, him, like with his, you know, the last ten year look that he's had, which is like that Muppet fucking guy. Yeah, I'd rather this though than that. Like again, go go look at Spaceman. That I understand. I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I have the CD, Tom. You, you may have the fifteen thousand different versions. Of I these. only have one. I get the standard red vinyl from Amazon. So okay. uh, that's it. I open this up. Yep. It's got all the lyrics, which is great. Uh, you know, it, it's got uh, the poster on the back, which is him pulling. Um, Paul know, Stanley. The, yes. Yeah. This uh, that's the, the gatefold. So I have the vinyl. That's the get. When you open up the gatefold, it's the it's what you okay. have for a po- for the poster. Yep. Okay. Okay. And then you and, got the photo. And then you got the photo collage. Yeah, I have that on the CD on yep. the glass. Yep, I have that on the inner sleeve of the vinyl. Yeah. Very and cool. The, Very cool. And then the back of the CD, it looks like speakers and the song titles are there. Yep. Same thing on the vinyl. Yep. Yeah. And then this is what my CD looks like. It's red with black stuff all over it. That's what the label. That's what the label on the vinyl looks like. Yeah. It almost reminds me of Soundgarden. Bad Motorfinger. Remember that album? Yeah. Like that, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that design call. looks like good. Yeah. Good looks call. Like that. So. Yeah. yeah. No, the pictures are cool. It's got a picture of Lara, but it's got some cool pictures. Uh, very, very nice design for sure. Yeah. I like it. Uh, how did we kind of leave it? Well, that's the album cover. <clears throat> All right. So let's get to the songs and let's start off with the title track. And that's this. Thousand volts, the title track. So the first thing for me right off the bat that I notice is just the absolutely unbelievable production. It's very slick, but it's still rock. It's still heavy. The drums are thick. The guitars are crunchy and crisp. 
Some people might not like it. Some people might not think it's as rock as Trouble Walking or Freely's Comet or whatever. It, it is a polished sound. But I will tell you this right here. This is arguably one of the catchiest riffs in, in, in the entire, I will say this, in the entire Kiss discography. I fucking absolutely love this song. The more I listen to this album, the more I can't get this song out of my head. When they first played it, when it, when it broke, I right off the bat, I'm like, I like this. And the more I listen to it, I love it. I think it rips. I think it's got a killer groove. The riff is really cool. And I will say this now and probably pretty much get out of the way two two things. An incredibly hooky bridge that goes into an incredibly hooky and melodic chorus. That's an earworm. And the big thing, we'll get the elephant in the room out of the way right now. The vocals are, I'm trying to be kind here. The, the vocals are as bad as you can imagine they are. They're loaded with auto-tune, in my opinion. I don't have any insight to that. They sound like they are overloaded with auto-tune. And God bless Ace. We know that he struggles singing. We've seen videos of him playing live. So I think Ace is, to me, probably the weakest link on this album, which is funny because it's an Ace album. But I think the construction and arrangement of this song itself, I think, is fucking fantastic. I think it's a terrific lead-off single for me. All right, 10,000 volts. The whole album is written by Ace and Steve. Yep. So let's just get that out of the way, okay? Yep, yep. Uh, I find this to be just a straightforward rocker. I like the the harmonies on this and the pre-chorus. Yes. I think the pre-chorus is really good. Excellent. The, the, the chorus is just, it's an Ace chorus where he just repeats the line. <laughs> yes. Which is very basic, but it's just... It, it, the, the whole album is full of these things that we can call acisms. Totally. Where you can imitate his voice. Because mm-hmm. it's so fucking distinctive. Yeah. She's like 10,000 volts. It's like Joe Walsh and Ace Frehley sharing and vocal duties. It's like fucking Bob Kraft had a stroke. And yeah, it, it, it is fucking brutal. It is. It's 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 really... It's go ahead, Zeus. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say it was hard for me, and but I got to that point to to grade this on a curve, knowing his voice. But sometimes his voice it's just too distracting. I agree. You can't. So when you hear it for the first couple times, it's jarring. What the fuck is this? This is horrible. It's jarring. Any song, every song on this album, I said the same thing. Holy shit, this is fucking horrible. Yeah. You know, but I, but it grows on you like a Bob Dylan voice that you're like, oh, I'm used to it. It's just Ace's voice. And you and you and you move it aside and you learn to like the music and adapt to his fucking terrible vocals. And it's just like, okay, it's so bad that it's good. So two things I want to say. I think the reason why you can deal with the vocals is to is for me i think the songs are that good i think the arrangement and the melody i think the songs are that fucking good that even ace's horrific vocal performance and i'm sorry it's really it's jarring i think the fact that the songs are so earwormy and melodic and hooky cover that up and i and I, another thing i want to say is how you said grading on a curve and a lot of people online have been saying well the guys in the 70s you know ace fine that's great but i'm not grading anybody on a curve 
because you're if you're charging me full price to buy this album, then I am going to give you a full price review. I, you're not charging me on a curve because of his vocals, so I'm not grading you on a curve because of his vocals. They're terrible, and that's not his fault per se. It's not Steve's fault. It's the way it is, but it is really, really, it's tough. When you first hear it, you think, is it playing at the wrong speed? Did he have some kind of accident that's contributing to this? You're wondering what's going on. It just, it it comes out more, certain songs you pick it up right away from the verses, some on the chorus or some on a phrase. This one in the chorus, you pick it up. Yeah. It's simple. The lyrics are kind of color by number lyrics. Yep. Another song about electricity and space. (laughs) It's got the classic A solo. He's got a nice little outro. I think it's a decent song. It's, I love it. It is. And it, you know, it grows on me. I don't think it's anything that I would be like, oh, Paul and Gene look like imbeciles. But I, will I think tell, it's I, decent. It's funny you bring that up. This is one of, in my opinion, I said this before, this is one of the best non Paul and Gene kiss like songs. I think it's fucking, I love it. I really love it. It's grown on me so much. Jesus Christ. I love it. I love it. She's, she's just Jesus Christ, Tom. Jesus, Jesus Christ, Ace. Christ. I, all right. Let's hit him now. A- Let's hit him now. Well, we got the volts. Well, well Ace is still cognitive. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a video. Yeah, uh, it's a performance video. Mm-hmm. Him and I'm like, hey, look, it's our friends Ryan and Jeremy. That's right. Yep. The, there's like lightning and blue lights and and flashing shit going on. But Ace just looks like a fucking Muppet playing up there. I'm sorry. He has, there's, I mean, he's, yeah, he's 70 something years old, but he has no movement. He's just up there. Jeez, high 10,000 volts. Yeah. Just, Jeremy, the, the band, everybody looks great. They look cool. Yeah. They look like rock stars. And Ace is like, yeah, he's not moving much. You know, it's just, no. Yeah, and and God bless him. He's doing what he can, but yikes! Yeah, yikes. exactly. Um. So, anything else you want to add on the video? Nope. Perfect. Let's go to the second track. Oh 
walking on the moon. So, of course, Ace starts off with an electricity song and then goes to a space song, which is fine. Now, I will admit, unlike 10,000 volts, when I first heard this, I was like, what is happening here? Yikes. But like a lot of stuff, we talk about this on ARC, you listen to it, you get past the vocal limitations of Ace. I think it's a fucking another great song. Catchy, hooky, melodic. I love this. I love how it's kind of slow and the drums have like kind of like a swingy kind of groove to it. The chorus is great, but when he's like, you got my heart consumed. <laughs> and then the very first lyric when he's like, you now, do you remember? I know you do because you're a Seinfeld fan. I'm sorry. I know this is a terrible <laughs> thing to say. It reminds me of that scene with Kramer when he's singing with Mel Torme when he's had yeah. too much Novocaine and he's like, you, <laughs> I like it. What can I say? It's infectious. It's, 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 it's a sing-along earworm and I credit Ace and I credit Steve Brown to that for that. And I, I, I don't want to spend every song review on the, on the vocals. Cause I do have something I want to say at the very end of all the track reviews, but it's just another limitation to us to a, another very good song. In my opinion, walking on the moon, I just wrote, ouch, it's just bad Ace vocals. The lyrics are horrendous. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, the the we're back in space again. The beginning. This is my aceism for this song. You, <laughs> you saved me from disaster. Yeah. You, you, you made my heart beat fast. Now you knew that that's what the next line was going to be. These are Peter Chris out of control lyrics. We should have played Ace lyric bingo with this album. Yeah. You know what yeah. it sounds like too? It sounds like Biz Markey when he's just a friend. <laughs> you, you made me from disaster. I just put yikes. It feels like the vocals are too slow, even for this plotting song. Like and he's behind. And, and, and again, and that, and in my opinion, and I don't have any background knowledge of this. That's where I think this really so- feels and sounds like auto tune. Yeah, just bad auto. Like T Pain, you had the same thing. Auto-tune. I just put horrendous. Yeah. You got my hot consume. <laughs> so it's, it's distracting. Is, yes. He's unintentionally made a comedy album. It's a comedy rock album. So this where is you can kind of rock out. And then every once in a while, me and you would go, oh, <laughs> this is you on Kiss Cruise karaoke. Yes. That's what this oh, is. I, I would do this song perfectly. You, like that, you, right? you, of course you would. <laughs> you got me walking on the moon. I mean, really, you got a couple Bud Lights and give me that microphone at 1 a.m. on the cruise. And I'm ripping this song. Like, it, it, it rhymes with the old Bob Craft line. You can give me a red balloon. <laughs> you got me walking on the moon. It's just horrendous. But I, it's another good classic Ace solo, though. Yep. I did like the solo. There's a video. It's a campy video. Ace is like on a space, like supposedly the moon. Ace is in a fucking like $200 Walmart spacesuit. Fucking horrendous. You got two people in space alien suits. One of them is supposedly Lara playing inflatable like inflatable guitars. Inflatable guitars and just like 
dancing silly and fucking with the guitars behind him. It can't be terrible fucking graphics, which I think was like done on purpose. It was like MS DOS. Like when, when you used to get Star Wars games on compute on the computer, you can, the graphics were so terrible. That's it. Yeah. It looked like the, like the fucking login screen to war games. (laughs) (laughs) And I, and I think it's done on purpose kind of like that or for budgetary reasons, but. Ace does a finger move, a waving move in the song. We he changes his outfit in the middle of the video three times. Yeah, he's got oh, the spacesuit. Right. That's right. He'll put on a leather jacket, yep. and then he'll put on like this leopard jacket, yeah. this Paul Stanley fucking wardrobe jacket. Just <laughs> and then at the oh, in the background, it's got like this blue lighting, almost like electricity, kind of like the same in the ten thousand volts video. Yeah. So they probably did it the same place. Yep. And then at the end, there's acting involved. No. Oh, did you see the end? Yeah, go ahead. Go. Yep. Ace is asleep. And of course, his girlfriend's got to make an appearance, right? She wakes him up and Ace wakes up and he's like, oh, I had a dream. I was walking on the moon. And he's like, get me out of here. <laughs> this. Uh, so I, I, I'm without speech. Yeah. So for those that are detractors of his uh, fiance, uh, love of his life, girlfriend, whatever you want to call her, she just gives him ammunition every time she does this stuff. Somebody on somebody on Facebook, and I want to apologize in advance because I can't remember who it was. Somebody said that their theory is that this is a concept album all about Lara. If you listen to all the he songs, you already know what a concept is. You know what I mean. That's not taken <laughs> seriously. It's not like the music from The Elder. But every song in some yeah, way. Whether he knew it or he didn't know it, it was going to be about her. Correct. I yep. mean, listen, again, I, we don't know. All I know is he is in a great place right now. Absolutely. He's been with her for a few years and he wasn't in a good place before. Well, right now she's got him in a good place. So God bless her. Whatever. Yep. But yep. there's way too much of her. Yeah. Way too much of her. You don't see fucking Shannon, who's a movie star in a fucking bombshell in no. Kiss stuff. No, you don't see is... Paul bringing his girlfriends around. You don't see other people doing kind of that kind of Lara shit. Lara is Yoko. And let's just hope it doesn't end the same way. I... She's Yoko. She's everywhere. It, she, it, this She's better is looking her... than fucking Yoko, though. Well, no, I'm just saying, but it's the same. This is, in her mind, this is her career. She's in the video. She's on album covers. She does backing vocals. This is yeah, her album. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. The um, other thing I was going to ask you, do you think it's intentional that they're out of this world is mentioned in this song several times? Nothing is a coincidence. Nope. Do you think nope. it's a slap at Tommy and his spaceman? I do. But that's just me. I'm sure there's all of, I'm sure there's other people that are being like, ah, yeah, right. But it, I don't believe in coincidences when it comes to this stuff. In my world, no coincidence. No, no coincidence. That's from Boardwalk Empire. Fuck. Have you gotten to that yet? No. Oh, when that when Joe Masseria, and it's a coincidence. In my world, no coincidence. No coincidence. <laughs> Great. Anyways, Tom, let's go and find out all about your cosmic heart.
kings and queens, but it never changed me. I've seen the good and the bad, and the strangest of things. Sometimes I lost my way, but never gave up my faith. Cause life is too short. Now hear what I'm saying. Cosmic Heart. I like the intro. I like the effects. Then the riff comes in. Another fucking killer riff. The drums come in. You get this real heavy, stomping, slow, heavy groove. Really, really cool. And then the drums pull back. The guitars pull back. And you just have a horrendous, isolated (laughs) vocal from Ace. (laughs) I tasted life from the max. Met the kings and the queens <laughs> i mean look it's just i'm telling you it's just the third time in a row it's not me the last time i think that these songs are that good for me that my ears can adapt to ace's vocals mm-hmm. i think the chorus is really cool it's it's a change up from the first two songs the gang vocals on the chorus i've got a cosmic heart i think it's really really cool but you really just have to brace yourself for the vocal aspects. And uh, brace yourself, it. fool. You, that's what you have to do. But I think it's another well-constructed, well-arranged rock song. I do. Okay. So Cosmic Heart, weird sound effect opening. Yep. And then it becomes this heavy, prodding kind of rocking song. Okay. Am I mistaken? Is this the first song that... Hall of Famer Joey Casada plays on. I'm glad you brought that up because we do have to be sure that we're giving our friend and Hall of Famer the proper credits for his playing. And he is the drummer on this song. This is his first appearance on drums and he fucking kills it. The drums are killer on this album. I think it's one of the standout parts of the song. So another one of those acisms right off the fucking bat after the I've traveled all this world. And tasted life to the max. Like anytime he stretches out a vowel, it's bad. It's horrendous. It's bad. Horrendous. Yeah. And again, I'm like, I mean, it's got this chorus that kind of comes in too with like this gang chorus, right? I, I love it. I like the little short pre chorus going into it. I've got a cosmic high. <laughs> Dude, that friggin' Jersey, New York accent is all. I've seen the rising sun. (laughs) I like that the solo comes in nice and fast, but it's short. It goes right back to the chorus. Yeah. I I like the song. I I think think it's, it's fun. And again, his voice is distracting, but I'm starting after fucking listening to this album like 30 times, as I said before. I, I, I'm grading on a curve and I've overcome it. So it's a comedic rock album, even if he doesn't know it. 
Tom, let's go to the next track. When you came into my life that day, you really stole my heart. And I knew right then and there, you'd always take my breath away. I never thought I'd find that special one. You're always on my mind. I knew I had to change my ways for sure. To keep you by my side You're captivating So fascinating I love you Terry Madison You heal my every need and song You got me Terry Madison You make me feel better when you're in your black leather Cherry Medicine. This is the song that really got a lot of people talking for multiple reasons. We'll get into the video on this one. I mean, what can you say? This song right here, we say this a lot when we talk about Kiss or even ARC sometimes. And I guess maybe this applies to the whole album, in my opinion. I think this is a really, really fantastic pop metal song. It's just not a good ace song. He can't, he just can't do it. But I think so far, I keep saying hooky and catchy and earwormy. This right here, you you can't listen to this song a bunch of times and not have it stuck in your head. And that's a testament to Ace and Steve Brown to, for writing a song like this. I everybody online is saying that the chorus reminds them of, reminds them of that song Stacy's Mom, which it definitely does. It kind of has that melody, Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne, cool song, but incredibly melodic, a sing along chorus. Lara has backing vocals, which I'm going to give her credit. I think they harmonize well. I think they kind of sound cool. But the bridge going into the chorus, yeesh, it, it, he can't He can't do that. He can't do that. And, of course, the black leather line. Yes, Ace, we remember you wrote Shock Me. Yes. But, again, I, I, think, I think it's a great pop metal song. And I think if anybody else recorded this, I think you'd be hearing it everywhere. Cherry Madison. Cool riff, horrible vocals. It's yep. a fun chorus. He gets to rhyme medicine with get you some or whatever the fuck he rhymes it with, yep. which doesn't make sense. And then you already mentioned when you, you make me feel better when you're in your black leather, shock me. Uh, the verses in the singing is so distracting. Yeah. And I wrote, either you get over it or this will be the most painful record you'll ever heard in your life. Well said, Zeus. Well said. Right? Yep. The solo is okay. It's kind of forgettable. Nothing much on this one. Uh, I like the, how they changed the chorus at the end a bit. At, at the end when they said, you make me feel better. Gonna love you forever. Yep. I like when they do that. A little, it's cool. a little plaster caster when they changed the last couple lines. Laster, yep. laster. Yep. Uh, so I like that part. It is catchy. It's fun. It's a pop song. Again, you're right. If somebody else did it, it'd be more popular. Yep. But you know what? Even Ace can't ruin, like, that's just it. Ace can't 
ruined these songs with his vocals because, because they're that vocals, good. They're that they're, well made. Yeah. They're catchy and stuff. I mean, the lyrics are just fucking stupid. Let's get to the video. Hold on. Before we do that, I want to give credit. We talked about this. The, the, there's a, uh, article on songfacts.com where our buddy Greg Prado did an interview with Ace. Yeah. Talking about some of the songs. And I thought the Cherry Medicine one had kind of a cool little anecdote. He said, Ace goes, to be honest with you, because I'm a recovering drug addict, this song has a double meaning. In the 80s and 90s, I used to go to a club called the Limelight in Manhattan, and I was addicted to cherry cough medicine. I used to order a glass of sparkling water, and I would pour some cherry cough syrup into the glass and walk around. Everybody thought I was drinking vodka and cranberry, but lo and behold, I was drinking cough medicine with seltzer. (laughs) Fucking disgusting. (laughs) Unbelievable. But go ahead, the video. Yeah, the video, Ace is there with the band doing a performance video. Mm -hmm. He pulls in with a red Ferrari. Mm -hmm. And then I believe the girls are all like band member girlfriends. Uh, Yes. So so I know one of them is... um, uh jeremy's uh girl uh wife yes the one with the kind of like munchy chi haircut yeah the all leather I, outfit yep that's his wife yep I, I i i don't know who the other ones are and then laura's obviously in the middle of all this stuff yep i have to say there's a woman with the leopard on oh god yeah who is an absolute smoke show and i don't yep. know who it is ryan if that's your wife I don't God know why bless. you're playing music. Just go home and be with her all the time. Yeah. Because yep. holy shit, is that woman hot? And yep. then I also like the skinny uh, brunette who's got her hair peeled back and the, then the the leather top, the corset like, type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, smoking, smoking as well. Yep. Um, that's all. And I don't want to say anything about it because I know at least one of them is someone's wife and the other ones is yeah. like yeah. There's only so much you can do because they look, the other ones look a little bit younger, but the other ones like middle-aged women. Okay. For 70 year olds, 50 year olds, we're in fucking heaven. If any of those girls hit on us. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's a fun video. Okay. I don't, I don't know what else to, to add, me. Really. And, and, and this is again, my opinion. I have no knowledge of this. And this is, this just seems like that this has just Lara written all over it. You know, put me in the put me in the tub, tilt my head back, feed me the cherry, make me a variant on the album cover when it gets released. Come yeah, on, like, and and I don't I don't think she's an unattractive woman. I think she's attractive. Mm, you know, okay. I, I do. I think she's got a great body. She's a middle aged mom of two. I think. Yeah, I think she's got a great little body. She yeah. works hard, and she, God bless her, and whatever. However, yeah, but she but she shouldn't be the however, center of Ace Freely's video. You are not you are not hot enough no to be like the hot girl to attract buyers or nope. attention. Nope. Right? That's although the, although the, although the audience for this album is people our age who probably are going to think that she's probably going to think that 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 is the case. But we would in that age group would flock to a gazillion more hotter women yeah. than her. Yeah, just because we're desperate doesn't mean that's a fucking positive thing, <laughs> right? But yeah, I'm just true. saying, like, she's not hot enough to sell something. But even that's if she awesome. would, but, but my point is, even if she was, I, I don't know. I just like you said it earlier. 
Gene's not every, uh, Shannon's not everywhere with Gene. Paul's wife isn't just, everywhere. Like just Gigi- most musicians don't do that shit. Although no. some do. I mean, Axel put Stephanie Seymour and Stephanie Aaron- Seymour was a swimsuit model. Yeah, and Erin Everly's. Yeah, exactly. I mean, give me yeah, no offense to Laris. And they were yeah, they're a model. You I, you you yep, you you fixed it. Exactly. <laughs> I just thought of it. I'm like, wait a minute, what am I saying? He's like a you know, oh, well, so-and-so was dating Cindy Crawford. He put her in there. <laughs> yeah. It's Cindy fucking Crawford. Exactly. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get but, you. Uh, yeah, and that's just the thing. I just think it. you're asking, asking for fucking haters by doing shit like that. I agree. I agree. And if you don't have the temperament to put up with that shit, you, you need to think twice about doing that. And we'll maybe bring that up a little bit later about the temperament. Um, you beat me to it, and I want to. W- w- let's make sure we'll we don't forget that about that. The end. We'll yeah, let's not forget about that. Yes, but uh, regardless, that's the video, Cherry Medicine. Let's yep. go to the next track. Time has never gone so slowly, and they. Has really taken its toll Anyone can see That I Have never been so Into my arms again. So this is track five, and again, in my opinion, uh, they're batting a thousand for me. Uh, as as melodic and catchy as the previous four tracks have been to me, this is shockingly poppy and shockingly melodic to the point where Ace just does not fit this song in any way, shape, or form. I mean, this should be sung by, I mean, Paul Stanley or John Bon Jovi or a band like Firehouse or something like this is not an Ace Frehley song at all. Now, that being said, it is an Ace Frehley song because he wrote it about 40 years ago and him and Steve kind of found it and they reworked it and turned it into a track. And I think the chorus is beautiful. I think it's amazing. And. I think Ace does the best that he can do with his severe vocal limitations here. But I think this is a terrific song. And we said it before, and I'm going to say it again. This has all the makings of a chart topping pop rock song, but it probably won't because it's Ace's vocals. Yeah. Back into my arms again. I I just said, this is a nice old school Ace type song. Yeah. Slowly. (laughs) Lonely, (laughs) 
just another stroke victim on the vocals. Yeah. Nice chorus, nice solo. This is a fun little pop song. It is. I like Agreed. it. It's a catchy song. Yep. I'm glad they dug it up and made it into a, a finished product and put it on an Ace album. Yep. And you can thank Steve for that. And I think it's fantastic. What's great is, again, these songs, you, you they hit a, a, a high watermark because Ace is never going to put something over where you're like, oh, yeah, the vocals, the guitar, the the lyrics. You can't. He fucking hinders everything. Yep. But they're not, again, so bad that you can't like the song. I like that song. I think it's yep. it's a nice little song. Me too. Um, let's go to the next track. Fighting for life. So this was a song that a lot of people were buzzing about. And I could see why. To me, this is classic Ace. This is something that could have been on Trouble Walking or like a free release, like old Ace. Great rocking song. Upbeat, killer riff, killer groove, awesome chorus, catchy. And when I'm hearing this, I'm like, why is there not more of this on the album? The, the previous five songs, I like. But they're very hooky, pop, metal-y type of stuff. This, to me, is where Ace succeeds. And I think the reason this song sticks out as being so great is because it's so upbeat. It's good for it's good for Ace's vocal limitations because he can sing quickly. He doesn't have to draw out words where he sounds like this. He can just, Johnny dropped out when he turned 16. Like, first of all, I like that it's like a story. Like, like hide your heart. Great line where he says, you know, music was his slug awesome song kick-ass song and this is when i'm like okay ace is the is the fucking rock guy from kiss with a song like this i think it's fucking fantastic and we texted we texted joey beforehand and said why the hell was this not a single and i think it should have been right out of the gate i think it really would have attracted more people i think it's a standout song on this I, i really can't believe of the three singles that this wasn't one of them fighting for life Trouble walking ace. Yep. I had put and I put this would have been great right in between uh silver spoons and king of hearts. Oh yeah, great. I agree. Yeah. Right on hot in the shade. Yep. Yep. Can't you see the lyric? That's what this sounds like. It's exactly sounds like a kiss song. It sounds like hot in the shade era kiss. 
Yep. And the thing about this is you hit the nail on the head, Tom. This is the first song where Ace's vocals do not affect the song whatsoever. No, they sound good. It, it doesn't sound bad. You don't notice them. Correct. It doesn't stick out. You don't notice any acisms in this. Because he's not right. singing. He was he's he's not, sing- His enunciation is right. fucking not prevalent on this. Right. So right. you don't pick apart some of the parts of the song yep. because he's not saying anything fucking unusual. You, you exactly. hey my life. <laughs> You right fucking disaster whatever i don't know right i'm just saying this is completely different the vocals don't seem to be noticeably bad it's got a good chorus nice fast kind of rock song uh stands out very different real cool solo there's a lot of emotion on that solo too and i really like I it i agree i agree when i started listening to this album this is when my this is when the tide begin to turn like wait a minute what if I really think about it? If I'm really fair about it, I know there are giggly parts about the vocals. I'm like, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. There might be something here. Mm-hmm. And fighting for life, it was the turning point. Yeah. So before we move on to the next song, I just want to go back and give our buddy Joey uh, credit on song five, Back Into My Arms Again. He 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 did drums. That was his uh his second appearance on drums on the album. So fuck him. Okay. Anyway. Fair enough. Fuck him. <laughs> anyway, Tom. Let's see if we take a step backwards with the next track. Cause we're blinded by science. And we're blinded by fear. Blinded. And we got another appearance by Joey on drums. I mean, right out of the gate, what are we doing? We're blinded by science. Have you not heard Thomas? Science! Science! Okay. The intro right there is just, I don't know what's going on there. This song, musically and arrangement wise, absolutely rips from start to finish. The whole song. The lyrics absolutely sink this song, the, the the whole thing, because I think that when I listen to a lot of this album, specifically this song, "Blinded," great groove, great pace, up tempo, rock, awesome riff, cool chorus, everything. These lyrics, this is this is such a dead zone for me on this album with the lyrics. 
Zeros and ones rule the world. Thank you, Ace. We're familiar with the binary code of computers with zeros and ones. We get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's zeros and ones refers to like the binary code where everything is either a zero or a one on a, like in computer, whatever. But the li- this song had the potential to be so kick ass because it, it 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 is musically. In the chorus, because we're blinded. I just, it's this was a tough one. I think we've given him a break a lot, but this one was a tough one for me. Yeah, uh, blinded. Because we're blinded by science. I mean, really? It's beyond stupid. Science! Because we're blinded by fear. In things that are needed in the world, towards the bottom of the pack, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Is an acapella Ace Fraley song. Whose fucking idea is this, Steve? What are you thinking? I th- acapella Ace is I- not anything that anybody needs to hear in life. I thought you were going to say one of the things that's on the low list of things we need to hear is Ace warning us that cameras are everywhere. <laughs> Just. <laughs> it's. I'm like this one to me. The vocals and lyrics combined were so bad that it really, really, it it really hurt an otherwise kick-ass rock song for me. Yeah, I I just had there go Ace's vocals again. Stupid lyrics. We gotta face the fact. You should not be laughing while listening to an Ace album. Okay. But the stop and go of the verses sounds like it could have been a good rock song. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. It just, uh, it's like a mind attack. Can bring us to our knees. You know what I was thinking of? Another coach crack. Like that sounds like a fun riff. Now I want to see if you agree with me, and if you don't, that's totally fine. There's more than one song on this album, but this one right here. Imagine if the lyrics were reworked and rat with Steven Piercy was singing a song with this kind of groove right here. Yeah. I, I, I think this, I think that that's why the music kicks ass and we both love rat blinded by science. Yeah. Just is people like, it's just, it's so stupid. It's sometimes when I listen to a great country song Yeah, and in the middle of it, they'll put such hillbilly references that I'm like, you just ruined the song. Oh, you know, he's singing about his song. I woke up and you were gone. I, you know, my life is ruined. But then the middle would be like, I didn't have my two scrambled eggs or my two sunny side eggs up and uh, bacon on the side. Like, dude, why did you just throw it? It just sounds so stupid. You just well, hold, put hold, stupid lyric in a fucking good hold, song and just made me not like well, it. Well, hold on. Don't exhaust all of your stupid commentary because the we have to get to the next song. Oh Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ Ace. Jesus, Jesus Christ. 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 <laughs> Let's go to the next horrendously <laughs> titled song. <laughs> Fucking brutal. All the boys, they stand in line Baby, it's kind of tragic All the ladies, they lose 
Okay, constantly cute. I can't even say that out loud. And again, it's the Genghis Khan of this album. And, and again, this is Yoko jumping in and saying, you have to write a song called Constantly Cute because I just described you as constantly cute, which she must have been under the influence of cherry medicine I, if she thinks Ace is constantly cute. I'm a handsome Muppet. <laughs> I thought he said that she said to him, you're constantly she cute. did he said because he said something about oh yeah that's when i used to be cute or something she goes oh you're constantly cute and he oh, was like oh can we, we gotta write a song about that if you put those photos all those various loudcaster photos of ace that are like just if you take like a like just a, a the last four or five and just blow up his face and don't tell people around the world who is he or what is this person I guarantee you, there is not one single person that would say that man is what I would call a cute man. Now, I will say again what I've said through most of this album. I think it's a real musically. I think it's a really excellently crafted song. Steve Brown deserves and I know Ace is involved. But again, Really, really catchy. The, yep. the 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 melody and the arrangements of the song is spectacular. It really is. Girl, the bees always surround you. You're a flower that transcends time. You're sweet just like honey. You're so delicious. My taste buds smile. Attractive. And cool. You gotta but, do the voice though. <laughs> Attractive and coy, but you are not aware. <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna have a fucking stroke. I can't. You're constantly cute. Girl, you're so sexy. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Why we should not. It's it. If this if this album was an instrumental, it would be fucking fantastic. Oh, speak for yourself. I need the fucking. I need. I need a vocal. No, no, no. That, I'm being facetious. Obviously, sorry. Big word. I'm joking. Obviously, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Constantly cute. I just put horrible vocals and lyrics. Just... But why do why do I like it? <laughs> exactly. That I'm sitting there driving. I'm like constantly cute. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. It, when I pick up my kid from school, you turn the radio it was down. Nice weather, and it was nice weather. And the in I got this album playing the last week or two because we got it a little bit early thanks to Steve. Steve, thank you. Um, I, I I'm embarrassed if this song came on. Oh, you got to turn it down or off. Like we'll put my windows up. 
Yeah. Like the fucking guy from Office Space when, yeah. he, when he's listening to Ghetto Boys. Ghetto Boys. Boys. <laughs> yeah, but at least that's a great song. He, he was just yeah. afraid of getting his ass kicked. Yeah. But it's so bad. I like the pre chorus. It's a nice little solo. I agree. Catchy as hell. But constantly cute. It, it's just, you know, when Ace is like, hey, what's the big deal? It's fucking rock and roll. Why so serious? I can totally picture it. Like, yeah, let's call it constantly cute. I came up with that. Let's move to the next. Why did you do it? Why did you stop and turn around? Do you even know the reason why you had to help me out? Just when I knew it, it was my time to sink a swim. Okay, Life of a Stranger. Uh, this is a cover song by Nadia. It's the only cover song on the record. This just doesn't work for me at all. Uh, for all the reasons Fighting for Life worked, this is the exact opposite. It's just way too slow for Ace's vocal style. He just can't, he just can't do it. The chorus and the bridge, it's too much for him to try to pull off with his vocals. It's it's too slow. It's too plodding. He can't move along with it. Uh, the guitars sound great. It, this, this to me is, uh, this is, this is a dud on the album. Everything else I thought was really good and, and enjoyable. And this one just didn't do it for me. This was a struggle. Life of a stranger. I thought the lyrics are good. I like the melody. I like the song, but this has probably the worst vocals on this fucking album. Yeah. He can't like, do is he, this. He, is this a parody? Yeah, he can't sing this slow. He can't do this. This is too slow yeah. for him. See, when they write the other songs, it's written with a somewhat of a key or something that they know Ace is trying to sing it, so they try to make it Correct. easier for him. That's that's right. This, whoever sang this originally, probably is a good song. It probably sounds great. Uh, I think the lyrics are pretty decent. It's a serious song. I, I seriously, I like the melody and everything. Okay, but he. F- Fucking destroys it with his he, vocals. He kills it. And also, by the by way, by this con- very time tomorrow, they would leave me here for dead. Also, constantly cute and life of a stranger. Drums by our buddy Joey Casada. Want to give him credit because we love Joey, of course. Just like, brutal. but this is a rough one for me. Yep. Yeah, this is brutal. But it yeah. does have a nice little guitar outro on it. It does. I that's what I said. I said the guitar sound really cool in this one. But yes. every song, even so far, with, uh, with the exception of one, I'll say, it's got a good song in there. This was and the first good melody. One. Yeah. This was I the first like one. This, 
Yeah, this was the first one that didn't work for me. And I don't know if it's because it's a cover. It just, it's just not this. Uh, Ace does not do slow songs. He's, he's, he's a, he's an upbeat rock guy. So I, yeah, I, just, his I, vocals stand out on this yeah. more than any of them. It's too much. I agree. All right, yep. Tom, let's, let's find out what's up in the sky. Okay. Escaping the future, forgetting the past The weather keeps changing, it's changing so fast I can't imagine how things unfold Now each and every day, I think we're losing control Oh yeah, we're losing control Okay, up in the sky. Another one. Great riffs. This one sounds wicked hair metal-y to me. Like wicked pop metal. Like like this this could have been like like again, like a rat or maybe even like a like a Tesla song, even though I say the Tesla's not hair metal. But this is definitely like a pop like again, I I, I feel terrible saying this because we're piling on, but it is what it is. Ace's lyrics and uh, Ace's vocals kind of Bring this one down because there's a good song in here. There's a good song in here. Um, the chorus is okay. I think that, I think that's kind of like the low point for me on this is the chorus doesn't really take off like the other songs do. Um, but I think the verses kind of cruise along with a nice groove and the guitars sound cool with the riffs. But I, I just, you know, I know we're beating a dead horse, but it is what it is when you're reviewing an album. It, it's just the, the the vocals are just tough. Up in the sky, I'm like again, just terrible vocals. Yeah, um, I don't like the pre-chorus. Uh, yes, I, I, like thought, I forgot. I forgot to mention. Yeah, the bridge or whatever the pre-chorus. Just it, that, that's a tough one here for me. Yeah, it, again, girl, I know what I saw. Just like what are we talking about? He saw aliens. Like, what are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? It this the lyrics are just so stupid. I just don't understand how many times can you write about fucking space and electricity and all that stupid shit. Right. I'm, I'm with you. Of course. I, of course I agree. Yeah. It's just not good. You can't trust the news. You can't trust the law. Yeah. Silly, stupid lyrics, but a real good solo. Yeah, settle down, Alex Jones. All right, relax with your fucking commentary here. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, let's go to the final track.
stratosphere. Every Ace album has an instrumental, and I'm an instrumental guy. And I will say this: one of Ace's strengths is he his instrumentals are fantastic. Starting with Fractured Mirror on the '78 solo and going all the way through. I think this is another great one. I like how they build. I like the sound of the guitars and how they kind of evolve and change as the song progresses. I mean, it's an instrumental, but you come to expect those on an Ace album, kind of like you do on a Metallica album if you're a Metallica fan like me. And and I like them all, and I think this is another good one. Stratosphere. I just put another instrumental. Okay. Just, <laughs> you know, it's one guitar playing, and then the other one goes over on top of it, and then he solos a little bit. Yep. Builds up. It's not a real rocker, but it's kind of like a slow kind of melodic build up i don't know it's okay just they don't do it for me everyone knows i've i've been reviewing music uh on this podcast for six years Yep, i'm not i'm not really unless it's something that really gets to me i'm not a big instrumentalist so fair enough yeah so tom that is uh aces Ten Thousand volts final thoughts yeah, I, look, I'm pleasantly surprised with it because I have not been a fan of his last ones. Uh, I, 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 admittedly, the only Ace album I own other than this, and I bought this for the for the show and for the review, and I liked what I heard. The only other one I own is Trouble Walking. I, I wasn't a real fan. I've never been an Ace solo guy. I like some Freely's Comet stuff, but I was pleasantly surprised by this, and I really think the MVP here, and not just saying this because we had him on the show, I really think Steve Brown deserves a hell of a lot for putting an album like this together that has a lot of people talking and for better for worse ace is front page in the news for rock and happy for him and happy for steve one thing though i will say is that this whole discourse on social media whether people love it or hate it or whatever it just really pisses me off that kiss has not released any new music because you know, look at how everybody is up in a lather for better or worse, good or bad about an Ace album. Imagine if Kiss put out an album right now and and the fandom and the discussions we could have and the arguments we could have and the comparisons to new Kiss and old Kiss. It just really sucks that Kiss didn't do that. And I give Ace credit for being in his 70s and, and putting out song-wise a, 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 a really good record. So bravo to him and Steven and, and again, our, our buddy Joey. So I would add to it. I, I, I would second a lot of the accolades you gave Steve Brown. I think he did a great job production. All you got to do is look back at the previous albums that Ace did. This is, sticks out way much more. It For is me. more up his alley. It is more accessible, catchy, uh, fun. Yep. Uh, yeah. There's auto tune. Yeah. His voice is fucking brutal, but I think it's a fun album. It's way better than I expected we were going to get. Me and too. it's grown on me. And it, it's a rarity that this is an album that I might play on my own one time. Me too. Or throw it in the shuffle. And uh, usually a stuff. I don't. Uh, this is different. I, I really applaud the effort they did. And Ace did a good job. And I'm happy for him. I am happy for him that this is good. I don't want to shit on Ace or be unhappy with his music or his career. I want to actually enjoy it. And this is something that I can look forward to. Now, will he play any of these songs publicly? I don't know. It'd be nice if he did. Yep. Otherwise, we're all fucking idiots. Why are you putting out videos? Why are you selling all this stuff? And why are you promoting all this stuff if you're never going to play them? So we'll see. Tom, what we do next is we rank the songs. Okay. 
You want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Um, number 11 for me is uh, Life of a Stranger. Just didn't work for me. Number 11 for me, Stratosphere. Okay. Uh, that's number 10 for me, the instrumental. Okay. Number 10 for me, Walking on the Moon. Oh, wow. I, I didn't like the rhythm. I didn't like the beat. I didn't like okay. the melody. Okay. Uh, number nine for me, Constantly Cute. <laughs> Uh, number nine for me is blinded. Number eight for me is up in the sky. Number eight for me is cosmic heart. Number seven for me is blinded. Uh, number seven for me is up in the sky. Number six for me is cosmic heart. Number six for me is life of a stranger. Number five for me, the top five or six were really, I really enjoyed these thoroughly. Uh, five for me is cherry medicine. Five is constantly cute. Four is back into my arms again. And that's my number four as well. Okay. Three for me is walking on the moon. I really like that vibe. Really? Yeah. At first I didn't, but then listen to it. I was like, I like this. Uh, three for me is 10,000 volts. Two for me is fighting for life. Wow. Really? So yep. that's uh, number, number two for me, cherry medicine. And number one for me easily is the title track, 10,000 Volts. Fucking love it. Uh, Fighting for Life is number one for me. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, Tom, that's Ace's 10,000 Volts. What we do next is we rank it to the previous five non-KISS albums by KISS members. Yep. So we got the covers we'll start with. So... So far, we have reviewed Peter Chris Out of Control, Vinnie Vincent Invasion, All Systems Go, Ace Fraley, Trouble Walking, Badlands, self-titled, and Paul Stanley's Soul Station, Now and Then. And for the cover ranks, at number five, I have Paul Stanley's Soul Station. Number four, I have Trouble Walking. Number three is Badlands. Number two, All Systems Go. And number one, Out of Control. This is Easily number one for me. I love this cover. Easily number one. Okay. Yep. For me, number five, I had trouble walking, then now and then, then Badlands and all systems go, then out of control. I'll put this at number three underneath all systems go and above Badlands. Okay. Cool. All right. Yep. So now we're going to do the albums itself. At number five, I have now and then. Number four, Out of Control, Three Trouble Walking, Two All Systems Go, and number one at Badlands. I like this album a lot, but I do not like it more than Trouble Walking, and I like it more than Out of Control. So this is going to go at number four, right in between those two albums for me. Okay. Yep. All right, Tom, I have five Trouble Walking, four Out of Control, three Now and Then, uh, which is Paul Stanley's, two is Badlands. One is all systems go. I don't see that first two changing anytime soon. I am going to put this at number four above out of control. And you like soul under- station better than this. Yeah, I do. Oh, wow. Okay. Fair enough. That's fair. I like the songs that Paul is singing and a lot of them are classics and I like Motown a lot. And okay. uh, obviously they both had a lot of <clears throat> help uh, okay. with the vocals on their respective albums okay tom what we do next is we go to question of the week you got one 
We do. And of course, it's that time of year. It's tax season, baby. So you want to get in touch with our buddy, Tony Barone, the Shout It Out Loudcast Hall of Famer tax man. And you want to go to his website, abcpainc.com. That's where you can find all the information that you need, whether you need to file taxes as an individual or as a business or both. You can go there and get all kinds of information and resources and help. There's links you can click on to call, to email him directly. Tony is the man. Zeus and I have used him in the past, and we're using him again for tax year 2024. He's fantastic, responsive, and very cool. And, of course, he's a shout-out Loudcast Hall of Famer as well. So please check out Tony Barone, the tax man, at abcpainc.com. He can do your taxes. He's licensed in all 50 states, so it doesn't matter where you live. Everything can be done electronically. Zeus lives in Massachusetts. I live in New Hampshire, and he's out in the Midwest, so he gets it all taken care of. Tony is the man. So question of the week, Zeus, this is an easy one. Mm-hmm. Simply stated. Is this the best ACE solo album since his 78 solo album? Mm. Well, we haven't reviewed the other ones, so I'm going to cheat and I'm going to okay. say yes, because I like this better than trouble walking, which is the only one we reviewed so far. Okay. Well, I'm going to say no, because I like trouble walking better than this one. So that was that. Now, now I want to ask you that, and I'm asking you this. I know what your answer is going to be, but I'm asking you this only because there has been dialogue on some kiss groups out there. We're part of about 4 billion different kiss groups. Is this a better album than Sonic boom or monster? Not even fucking close. Okay. I agree with you. I agree. (laughs) I agree. I agree. And I I think monster may be the worst kiss album there's out there. Well, can I, I, I wasn't going to say anything until you jumped in on that. So I want to say something that, that I, I had a little bit of an awakening here, which gives to shows you how high the mark is for kiss albums. So I have been listening to monster because every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? I, I, I don't listen. Why? To well, I was <laughs> just going to answer that. I'm at work all day. I got Spotify on my computer. I have a long commute. And I'm like, you know what? I, I don't listen to this album. I'm like, I want to, I want to force myself to listen to monster. It's not that fucking bad. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm like, it's not that bad. And I don't know what it is, but I was like, you know what? Every time I think of this album, I think of like wall of sound, which is not a great song or freak, which I hate, but I don't know. It's not that bad. I know I'm kind of veering off into un related territory but i just wanted to get that out there no i'm glad you did glad you see it that way but uh anyways that's a question of the week and again check out our buddy tony barone abcpainc.com for all your tax prep needs and all your accounting needs too he's he's there for just more than taxes tom where can people find us go go to him we haven't used that in a while go to him Shoutitoutloudcast.com is our website. That's where you can find everything related to us, all of our episodes, our album review crew episodes. We just recently dropped The Who, Who's Next. That was Zeus's pick, and we have our Patreon pick coming up for the month of March. And Zeppelin Chronicles, we got one of those coming up, hopefully sooner than later. And, of course, Dorm Damage, those are always fun. You can click on all of our links for our social media. You can click on our links for Patreon. Check out all that information as well. Our links for our merch, Amazon Shopping. Everything is on there, all of our social media merch, all of our social media links. And you can message us directly from the website, too, which is great. We receive those in the form of an email, which we read all of your emails. Or you can just go old-fashioned email. And if you want your question of the week read, that's the best way to do it is to send us an email. We put them in a file. We pick one every week. 
So shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com is the email, shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. And, of course, all of our social media, please make sure you're following us and tagging us and stuff. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, very active on all those. And our amazing Facebook group, shoutoutloudcasters. We're approaching 12,000 members. The activity on there is fucking phenomenal. So please jump in there and have a ton of fun. And um, we always like to say that we are a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of Shows. Yeah, Tom, people can always uh, DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're always on uh, threads and TikTok and other places as well. Make sure you check out our Spotify playlist which Tom is updating all the time. And uh, you'll find uh, a lot of fun little uh, playlists set up based upon our episodes. And you yep. need to find it by looking at profile, shout it out loud cast, not the podcast. So That's make right. sure you do that. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us one of those five star child reviews on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Those help us out. A lot move us up the food chain and get us in front of more eyes. Uh, again, you can go to our website and find merch. You can go find rankings. You can find our Amazon store. Anything you can imagine about Shout It Out Loudcast at shoutitoutloudcast.com. Shoutitoutloudcast.com. Tom, we always leave with famous last words. Do you have any? Oh, I definitely do. I think I found her and she's a diamond. I'm getting chills up and down my spine. No need to worry. No need to fret. I hit the jackpot. No more hedging bets. I love you, Jerry Medicine. You heal my every need and some. You got me. Cherry medicine. You make me feel better when you're in your black leather. Cherry medicine. Yeah, you're the one. Whew. Tom, Ace Cult, Loudcasters, Kiss Army. Thank you. Guys, you're the best. Loudcasters, Patreons, Ace Cult. We can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this episode and this album. Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. Hit the music. What I'd like now is for all you fat, out of shape, worldwide kiss cards to keep the noise down while I show your ladies what a real sexy man looks like. Listen, all you people out there sitting on rented furniture, settle down. Cut the music. Anybody seen Richie? Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo?